0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's Brian Pillman Jr., the hottest free agent in professional wrestling right now. And you know what? I'm headed to the gym to work
1: out and train for my next big break. But you know, when I'm not training, when I'm not in the ring, when I'm not doing all the things that make me a superstar, what I like to do to stay connected to wrestling is I'll sit
0: and listen to the Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling podcast, because it's one of those things, man, I just can't stop talking about wrestling.
1: Welcome to episode 24 of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. Hello everyone, I'm Hector, and I'm here with my tag team partners, Raymond and Mark. Oh yeah, what's going on? What's going on, guys? Busy, Busy weekend, oh, a couple of... Few days that passed. For, so, for some reason, I feel like um all all in was um two days, but it wasn't. I guess it's because
2: that was the snack weekend. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I'm
1: kidding. I guess because of all the <laughs> the after fireworks, after it felt like two days because it's Tuesday and we're still talking about all in, and it's not about what we should be talking about the the great matches that were there. But before, can Jack
2: Perry breathe yet?
1: I don't know. I, 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 that was my next. Nice, <laughs> My next question was, do we go straight into the drama, or do we give the... Drama.
2: <laughs> drama. We all know do we give everybody's listening for all the drama and the crazy stuff.
1: I know, but do we give the the pay-per-view its credit, its due, what it deserves? You can do that afterwards. Afterwards.
0: Technically, technically start, that was uh, the beginning part okay. of the pay-per-view. So you can do that
1: first. So th- let's go with that first. Okay. Um, but we're going to have to rewind. So it's just a case if we have new customers... Or new viewers, I should say listeners. Um, a couple of weeks ago, um, Jack Perry had some kind of promo, or whatever. And he he wanted, I guess he wanted to hit himself with a glass bottle over his head to show that he's a tough guy. And Tony Schiavone and I think it was Jr. and some other people were like you can't use a real bottle. You're gonna have to use candy glass, what they use in Hollywood. And he made this big thing, and he had to be talked down. Like it was a big argument with him and Tony Schiavone and everything. Anyway, uh, I think a week later, CM Punk finds out about this, and CM Punk, I guess, is the locker room leader, or wants to be the locker room leader, or he is the the most has the most experience besides Jericho. That's in Collision. So, it, I know you going like that, Raymond, but in Collision, he he, <laughs> he basically is it's him and Christian. So anyway, so CM Punk, and it's, it's CM Punk's show, like everybody says. Stepped up to MJF, um, which I'm pretty sure wasn't in a nice way. Uh, and, and cursed, cursed him out. Yeah, um, I'll uh, stepped up to Jack Perry, and uh, it was a little shoving match and everything. And if you're going to be a leader, that's not the way you deal with things. But anyway, it pe- became this big argument. They had to be separated, and that's it. Now we at All In. Jack Perry has a, a decent match for being a pre-show match with Hook. Um, There was Blood. You're not supposed to have like all that action for a pre-show because now everyone else is going to come behind you, and you have more action than them. But anyway, um, there was a scene where um, they fall on top of a, a limo, and they they slam each other on the on the glass on the windshield. And, and uh, I was going to keep saying MJF because I have his name right in front of me. That's why. Anyway, I'm sorry. Um, Jack Perry goes to the camera basically and Jack says, Perry. "Yeah, Jack Perry." Um, goes to the camera and says, um, "Real glass, Crimea River." And supposedly, CM Punk did not know about this, so I, I'm starting to get worried about all the gossip backstage. Like, wh- who ran to CM Punk? But, oh, did you hear what he just said right now? Like, CM Punk is getting ready for his match. So, anyway, the match is over. Jack Perry walks back to the curtain. CM Punk is waiting and Gorilla, and they CM Punk steps right up to him. Right in his face. And he lets him know, like, basically, like, why are you talking that shit, blah, blah, blah. And Jack Perry goes and goes, what the F you're going to do about it? CM Punk swings at him. There's a face palm in the face. Uh, a whole big shuffle. It ends with, basically, CM Punk putting Jack Perry in a chokehold. They get broken up. Uh, Jack Perry gets escorted out out the arena. Um, supposedly CM Punk had to be talked into going to um, his match. He didn't want to have the match. He had to be talked into having the match. Had a match. We'll get into the results about that later. And then more gossip is after the match, um, Miro was waiting for CM Punk. And stepped up for CM Punk and basically asked him what's going on with him and, and um, um, Perry. And CM Punk is like just goes crazy basically like oh you have an issue with me too we can go outside and settle this and everything nobody went outside they got broken up to um cm punk gets escorted to his locker room for at least like 30 minutes gets his stuff and leaves freely he wasn't kicked out freely no, somewhere i heard oh well if he he they said he looked like goldberg he had the title and he had police around him it walked into his locker room and and, and walked him <laughs> and walked him out he had the, the Goldberg entrance. Um, or exit in this case and then before that too let's not even forget that supposedly CM Punk that, not supposedly it happened because there's, there's pictures that prove it and pictures don't lie right um, no one picked up CM Punk at the airport so CM Punk is already having this anger for AEW and for the way they're running stuff like this is their big show and you don't got a car waiting for me at the airport I gotta jump on the train with wrestling fans and everything so there's already some anger there then now you have MJF Ah fuck. I keep saying MJF. We need to have you ever talk about the show. Um Jack Perry. <laughs> now you have Jack Perry, who is one of um the four pillars. And and I I think it has to do with CM Punk has said it and Cody Rhodes has said it. That no one the younger guys there, they don't want to hear nothing from the older guys. They believe they know everything, they're doing everything right. So that's the gossip from all in. Mark?
2: Oh, I thought you were still going here. I'm still... Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I mean, there's a lot. I'm sorry. I think we lost Raymond. We're getting back. But yeah, your thoughts on that?
2: So, uh, it's tough because there's a lot of different sides to every story. Everybody's going to have their own opinion on shit. You know, based on what I've read and stuff, this is actually the first time I never thought I'd say this. I'm actually on the side of CM Punk here. Yeah. Not the first, but it's more in, the more, in recent memories I'm on his side. Because it really feels like you know, we're in an entitlement era with a lot of the younger generation, not just in pro wrestling, just in terms of human beings in general. All these kids that are not being brought up appropriately, that probably should be getting beatings, and they're not getting beat because, you know, the way the world is nowadays. Mm-hmm. Jack Perry, that's what it feels like to me. Like you're going into the camera on purpose. You're looking to stir shit on purpose. Like yeah. you're looking to get punk to react on purpose. And the reports, which I, I don't think you said, it, it did cut out for a second. Um, You know, there's a part of the story where punk put perry in the chokehold and instead of actually like going to fight him, we put him in chokehold to like ease situation because of him being a quote-unquote trained fighter or all that stuff um this is clearly the younger guys and those guys that are friends with the bucks and all this other stuff that are just trying to egg punk on right again this is what i think and you know i don't blame punk for being pissed if the whole thing about AW's travel people not having being ready for him and stuff like that, and him, I'm going to go take the train and all that stuff is true. Punk has every reason to bitch and gripe. Yeah, he's in the past been kind of a whiny person, and you know, hate like you know, easy to hate him. But here, like, I, I can't see how you're against him if all this is true. Again, we we don't know what accounts are true, what aren't, what isn't true. And I really can't wait for Dark Side of the Ring down the road because this is going to be some. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is like so many layers. I don't know if this is all, you know. But, and you know what's funny? And one other little piece is maybe this is actually part of long-term storytelling, or I could kind of blur the lines of reality and storyline and shit. Maybe this is just to actually have them have a match at the show and make it as re- feel as real as possible. Uh, yeah, you know,
1: pa- part of me was thinking and hoping that that this is just one big work, like. What we wanted from the Young Bucks, maybe we get it from Jack Perry, because I don't, I don't think C, CM Punk and the Young Bucks ever want to be That's like the...
2: downgrading from Coca Cola to like. No, I, 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 I get I get that, knowledge. but
1: but this is this is definitely a a topic or a subject that C M Punk can control. Him in the in the ring with the Young Bucks, he can't control that. It's just it's just a one big conflict. If you could do it to Jack Perry and make Jack Perry a star out of it, if this, if this is a whole work. And let's find out, last second, they're going to do a last-minute match at um, All In, All Out, whatever's coming up. And at Chicago, CM Punk versus Jack Perry, you just turned Jack Perry to one of the biggest heels that they've been trying to so far. So, you you get that done in one week. Um,
2: He needs a dickie in order to be a heel.
1: <laughs> and, um... <laughs> if if this is all real and everything, I can understand also why CM Punk would be mad. This is your biggest show and this is the time that you decided to do this. You could have done this when we were back in a regular Dynamite collision show. You're waiting for the biggest show to try to talk shit about me. Yeah, I'm going to step up to you. So.
0: um. My my thing with this is if CM Punk is saying that these are children, then sometimes you got to act like they are children. Meaning that he, if he's Jack Perry's doing something stupid, then you ignore. You're an older man. Why are you saying well, that you, got, you have to be
1: effort? the you have to be the leader? Now let's now let's put um this in a different situation. If it was the Undertaker, the Undertaker's calling you out. He's coming to you and he's going to talk to you. So it, this this is not nothing new. This is um like oh. I said, CM Punk being the leader. I don't know how much experience he has of being the leader. And like I said, CM Punk said this one year ago that. They have no interest of getting knowledge from Mark Henry. From him, they don't want to hear it. Hangman, it looks like um, Perry. They don't want to hear it. These are people who n- don't have no other experience besides independent. They haven't been trained by like a uh, performance sensor or anything. They just know what they know by themselves, and they c- they come here and they don't want to hear it. Cody Rhodes has and- said. Cody Rhodes has said it in, in multiple. Podcast interviews that I've heard that he said he wished that a lot of the younger talent would take advantage of Art Anderson and everybody else is back there. They don't. So
0: at the same point is if they're not wanting it, right? You can't force feed them and you have to let them trial and ever, right? You have to let them stumble, you have to let them fall. You can't give them an the attention because all he's doing right now, granted, if he was right or wrong. He's wrong just because now everyone, and again, I'm not. I'm going to assume here, everyone in the backstage is like, "Here we go again. Here's some more drama." And you know that's a it becomes a toxic work environment. And I I would assume that CM Punk at this point is probably saying, you know, WWE is you know a whole bunch of things, but they're not this. And I think right now maybe CM Punk is kind of saying, you know what. WWE is looking a little
1: good now. Oh, of course, of course, he, of course, he's thinking that. Um, and then besides that, like you said, like he he the way he reacts, I'm thinking it's the whole ego thing, like like the the Jericho mind frame. I left WWE for whatever reasons. I'm with this new company. I want this company to be the best that it could be. And if these kids are gonna mess it up. Then I'm gonna try to straighten them out. But you, then again, these kids are grown ass men, and they just non-stop conflict, and I don't know who's going to be the person that gets everything straight the way it's supposed to be, but right now it's a big mess. And it's it's good gossip, and I, I, I like it. It keeps it interesting. I'm waiting to see what... I'm very interested in Dynamite right now. I think I missed the last three Dynamites. I'll watch this. I'm going to watch tomorrow's Dynamite to see if there's any connection with CM Punk and Perry for Chicago. But as of now, if we're going to go with what's going on in the... In social media and everything, CM Punk is suspended, and another reason to be angry. He was um, found. He found out about this by his lawyer. Tony Khan didn't call him. Nobody from AEW called him. He got a call from his lawyer to say, "Hey, um, they suspended you," which should be coming from someone from corporate or whatever. So it's like they didn't. Even, if that's true, they didn't want to. They don't even want to speak to him. They they contacted his lawyer to call your client and tell him he's suspended. And is it an investigation,
0: Roy. I'm sorry. It, it, no, no, I was going to ask this question now. Does this impact, I will ask Mark, because Mark hasn't said anything in a few moments. Does this impact the pay-per-view, right? Because in Chicago, who are you expecting when you're in Chicago? Does this impact their pay-per-view in any way? And, of course, I think, of course, you could chime in. And then, also, do you think, because I'm going to re-ask that question when we asked when CM Punk was coming back.
2: What is the time length that you see him still in AEW? Um, you know, the, the reports of Punk yelling at Tony Khan saying he quit. Um, who knows how true that is, whatever. Same thing with the suspensions. You don't know what's going to happen. I think it really would be in AEW's best interest to not suspend Punk for for Chicago. but That crowd will... Chicago is a very vocal crowd. Chicago literally will take the damn show over if they want to. You're going to have people chanting CM Punk the entire damn night and ruining the show. If you suspend Punk. Especially when we don't have all the facts. They're you
1: gonna, know what I'm saying? They're going to chant his name for four hours. For
0: they'll do it for AEW.
1: For four hours, all you're going to hear is CM Punk. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God the Young Bucks don't have a match that day.
2: Yeah, they the didn't get booed out of the building.
1: Yeah, and they know that too. And they they, they will not even go to Chicago. And then,
0: and then Mark, follow up, how long do you see him thinking like left in the AEW, you think he has left? Because it doesn't seem, he keeps stumbling. Not on his fault per se, but he keeps stumbling. How long do you think he has left? How long do I think
2: CM Punk's going to last in AEW? Yeah.
0: Um, Hard question, uh, I know.
2: That, that is a very difficult question because I, I, I don't know how to really answer that because we don't, we don't know what's going to happen here. Um, anything can happen. Oh man, I, I think he sticks around. I don't think, I, I don't think he's going to, you know, just disappear. I don't think he's going to quit. I think he's going to stick around. But I do feel that there's going to be more situations like this, to where it's going to come to an impasse, and something's going to have to be done. So something, something big is going to happen, soon. Don't know what, but it's gonna happen. But one thing I would love—I would love to see—it's never gonna happen—is uh, Punk leaving AEW because of all the crap, and then shows up on WWE programming. Um, <laughs> Roman Reigns' next challenger—it's CM Punk. Oh my god, it's not happening. But uh, <laughs> um, that's like the one time I would want to see CM Punk on my television. Like, all right, this is good. this is pretty cool. That'll be pulled off something really big, but not gonna happen.
1: Okay. Um, um, real fast, um, I think it has already made. Uh, a dent in the pay-per-view. Personally, I I've, I've seen the card. I can't even recall what I saw. All I know is that I'm not interested in ordering the pay-per-view. I think they announced four matches so far, five matches. And isn't Stamp
2: versus Ruby Soho one of the matches? Yeah.
1: And it it, it it right now it looks like a collision or a dynamite show. It doesn't tell. It doesn't shout out pay-per-view. Or give me fifty dollars. Um, I think it's Hobbs and Miro. Uh, it looks like it's gonna be Cassidy and and Moxley at the main event from what's on paper for what's on paper right now. I don't know what they yep. gonna, they're going to add tomorrow, so it, it, I have no interest in ordering this one. So I don't mind saving fifty dollars. Plus, uh, on a couple of websites on social media, I've seen people already trying to sell their tickets. So oh, so I people are already reacting to CM Punk not being there. They're like, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to Chicago. No CM Punk, the chants are gonna suck or whatever. So. Uh, I see CM Punk staying unless they release him, because there's just too much money involved. If I'm correct, I think he has two and a half years left of his contract. Good lord! Yeah, and I think what is it, five million a year? So we're looking at almost twelve and a half million dollars. You just
2: making five million a year? Yes. Damn, and sure, Tony Khan uh, really does have money. The frigging yeah, whoa, he's, whoa, he's
1: whoa. making it's five million a year, and I'm sure he's making money off of merchandise and stuff or all that's good stuff. But um, yeah. So he's look. There's no way you throw away twelve and a half million dollars. I'm like, yeah. You know what? Keep the twelve and a half million. I'm leaving the company. Bye. No, I'm gonna stay here. You're gonna have to release me with servants' pay or something. I don't know. But no one's throwing away twelve million dollars. So, all right.
2: I mean, they I can buy him out. out. Huh? I don't even want to throw out. Oh, they can buy
1: him out. But I mean, I do, you, do you do you, do? That would be a very weird contract and buyout. Like, okay, here's twelve, twelve, twelve million dollars, and you can't go nowhere until for the next two years, something like that. Mark, I'm
0: sorry. That I, about, I thought I thought was echo
2: because we talked at the same time. So I apologize. No, you're good, bro. You're good. I was just saying how no, I wouldn't want to throw away a dollar. So I don't know how you would want to throw away twelve and a half million. So yeah, I,
1: I don't think no one's throwing with that money, and yeah, so. All right, so I guess we could go into the pay-per-view. Also, in the pre-show, we have MJF and Adam Cole becoming the new Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. So that made the main event a little more interesting. Um, Like I said, Hook defeated um, Jack Perry, and he became the new FTW Champion. And then the show starts, and we have Joe and CM Punk starting off the show. And it was a good match. I I believe. This is just my opinion. And and I like the whole idea of having them started because you have probably two of the most experienced people or talents that could handle a crowd of 81,000. So there's no butterflies. There's nobody getting nervous. The first match, there shouldn't be no big mistakes because these guys have been in front of a crowd like that before. So that was the right, I think, the right match to start it off and let everybody else get warmed up for it.
2: Yeah, and look who they go to. They go to Punk. For the freaking, thing. And I'm not the biggest punk supporter in the world, but look who they're going to to start off the
1: show. Well, punk, punk's done manias, so he, he he's used to that crowd. Uh, I don't, you guys uh want to talk about that match or move on?
2: I mean, we can move on. I don't know if we have to really go how much detail. Though. Okay. The most important stuff we already talked about. So
1: I, I I don't know. I wasn't sure if you guys wanted to talk about the Pepsi plunge or I wasn't sure. Pepsi plunge.
0: Remind me, I saw it. I just don't remember. The that Pepsi Plunge
1: is a, it's a pedigree from the, t- the top turbuckle. Oh,
0: okay, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, that was cool. That
0: was cool. He, I I thought it was
1: pretty he, awesome. He, he stole I said triple... it's funny
0: that how he bitches and moans about Triple H yeah. and does his
1: move. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And, yeah. And, yeah. Anyway, There it is.
1: And, and named, yeah. And named it the Pepsi Plunge. Okay. Um. Then then I gotta say the the next match was FTR, who defeated the Young Bucks, which I gotta say it was probably in the top list of taxi matches. I definitely want to pick your guys' brains. I thought it was a great taxi match. I was very entertained. I, I loved it. Um I'm a big FTR fan. I, I like the whole thing of just fucking wrestling. The whole thing of no no flips, that's just and all that stuff. I, I I like it. I don't know. I was a big fan just of the match. Just fists <laughs> just fists. <this>. But um <laughs> yeah, like I said, yeah, it was a mixture because you had the young bucks do their stuff. FTO did this stuff. I, it was a perfect mixture of both. It was a great taxi match. I don't know. Yeah, no switch. I didn't see it. Yeah, you didn't see it. <laughs> no. Oh great! So I'm just talking to myself.
2: <laughs> you, you were enjoying yourself. I was like, no, what the heck are you going, going. It sounds like he's having a really good time with I'm, that match. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I I'm, just, was almost of the matches I didn't see. So I'm always enjoying I was myself. Paying that money for a pay per view. Sorry, I, I've been spoiled by the WWE Network. I'm uh, a that, a peacock, that, you know what I mean. That,
1: that, spoiled. That is very true. The next week, yeah,
2: three o'clock next, anyway. next Sunday. week, I almost
1: had like a panic attack because I was like, "Oh my god, there's two pay per views." I was like, "Oh no, one's on Peacock." And I, <laughs> and I, as of now, I'm not ordering AEW. So, and like I said, it would be the very first AEW that I don't order because it's not doing for me that lineup. Unless tomorrow something changes, and but anyway, um, Stadium Stampede match.
0: Oh. MG that was what I'm gonna say right a, now. That
1: was a massacre. Um there's like clips of the human shish kebab of what they what, oh they, my God. what they did to Moxley. Oh
0: okay.
1: Um I, oh my I God. send those clips to all my non wrestling fans. They had heart attacks. They were like, What are you watching? Who watches this? Why would they do that to themselves? <laughs> it was the the greatest reaction I've ever heard from people. Um, it was a bloodbath. They oh my God. Used, They used forks. Oh my God. There was blood involved. Somebody's mom came with baked goods. <laughs> there was every- You had everything in there. You had a minivan. You had umbrellas. Uh, if you thought you were sitting in section 200, 234 section, and you thought you had bad seats, no, don't worry. They came to you. They brought the fight to you right in front of you. I mean... Their, their past um Stampede matches have oh. been good. This was good. It was gruesome. I I gotta say this would, had to be one of their best um pay per views, and it had a little of everything. And this one was definitely a little of everything because
0: you had. Oh, t- I'm just you- about the porcupine. The porcupine. Yeah. Oh my god.
1: That's the human kebab. <laughs> oh
2: my god. Anyway. So wait, wait, wait um, think about it,
1: Mark. You didn't see anything.
2: I didn't say I didn't see anything, but I didn't, I didn't see most of the show, bro. I wasn't home. Got it. You not know, like I, I had a chance to go on uh like any like they don't they put it on what um, Leacher report yeah, or, I, or I, you know whatever act the they do. I, like, I, I know I know, I
1: know we're not supposed to share accounts, but I, I would have shared my password with you. Yeah,
2: but the time I got home. I'm like, what, what? like, at that point, it's halfway through the show. I'm, I only saw well, a little I, bit. I, like I, I didn't.
1: I didn't watch it live. I didn't watch it on, until eight o'clock. So my my my, my um all in. Finished at midnight.
2: Got you. Yeah, I I saw MJF and Cole. Like I saw that, you know, because somebody posted the link. Thank God, okay, so I could yeah. watch it. Yeah. Um, you know, illegal stuff. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I watched it straight from yeah.
1: from eight to yeah. midnight. I watched it straight. No, no social media, no nothing. So it was all new to me. I didn't skip no matches. So yeah. All right. Um, the only well, I I should say the I didn't skip it, but I just didn't pay attention, so Raymond, if you saw it, you could um, talk about it. Um, the Golden Elite and the Bullet Club Gold. I'm
0: going to be honest. It, it, it was a very dull match. I think you okay. and the audience would agree with me.
1: Okay. I think that's a very dull match. I had no interest on when they announced the match, and when they fought, I think, I don't know what I was doing. I didn't walk away. I was in front of the TV. I just, it was a blank to me. But yeah, um, I didn't. I'm sorry, Kenny Omega's there. I love Kenny Omega, but I just had no interest. I, I think it's Hangman. Yeah, Hangman does it for me. He, he ruins everything yeah. for me. <laughs> when Hangman's on TV, I just, I have nothing to offer.
2: That's only because J-B- J-B- Punk doesn't like him, that's why.
1: No, he's just so J- d- dull. I mean, there's no charisma from him. And that's good because he's probably the perfect example that doesn't want to learn. He, does, he was the main one that said he doesn't need to learn from anybody.
2: And I thought Raymond was the heel of this podcast. Wow.
1: Oh, no. When it comes to Hangman, I I, I, I like Hangman as much as you like Cassidy. Well,
2: that's strong.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: That's <laughs> strong right there. Yes. Anyway. That's cowboy shit right there.
1: Soraya <laughs> um, is our new AEW Women's World Champion.
2: I saw that match.
1: Okay. Of course you saw the girls. Way to go, Mark.
2: Man, of course. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> um, no, don't no, say it was actually... twenty. funny. That match went very fast. Yeah. You know, I think if I'm correct, people said it was less than nine minutes. Really? It's bizarre that it was that quick of a match. I knew it was fast. I didn't think it was that fast. And that gives you the only women's match on the card got less than 10 minutes on the show. So let's put that in perspective.
1: Yeah. They, they, they've been slacking when it comes to... Um... Women's wrestling, the, the yeah. Women... I mean, the
2: spot with um Baker giving the curb stomp to uh, Tony Storm when Paige had, had her in the uh, in that submission. That Paige, I mean Soraya. Oh, my God, I keep calling her Paige, but you know, you know what I'm yeah. referring to. Yeah. Um, a... that was that was that was really good. I was very creative, and you know, I'm glad they had Storm and Soraya go at it as well.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, you know, because you couldn't just have them work together and then just have the, the typical. Oh my, god. Oh, my god. Oh, my god. oh my god, you know, that, that's just so typical. Um, so it was good to see. And now, with, uh, just a little sidebar, what Ruby Soho on Statlander, I really think Ruby Soho beat Statlander, which now, in the outcast, you have Soraya and Ruby with title, and Tony Storm is the only without a title after having one the entire time. So it's created a di- dynamic of some of the opposite, where the other two didn't have a title and, and they had to support her. Right Now, she's going to support them to, as they're both champions again. That's if Ruby Soho wins, right? But I think that would I think that would be a nice little story for the women's division that they they really lack good storytelling, and it's not any fault of the women of their own, just who's writing for them. Um, so I think there's there's some potential here.
1: I get it. Um, I just want to uh, let's rewind just a little. That um, Soraya Soraya is our new champion, and she wins in our hometown. Her home country, so that was really cool to see that, to have that support there with her mom and her her brothers and her father, front row. It was like watching the movie all all over again. I agree. <laughs> um, next is um, Sting, Sting and Darby Allen, they fight uh Christian and Swerve. They defeat. Didn't do anything for me. No, I um, it had some good spots. I I was still weird, weird about the coffin, but um, it, it did its justice.
0: The hair was sticking out. He didn't lose anyway.
1: That is true because you have fingers. Yeah. You have fingers that stopped the match. You had a bat that stopped the match. Why not his hair? But um,
0: and they and, and they they should have continued the match. That's to, that's to say his hair. You know there would have been a good moment I think in the match. But instead they ended it. So I was like, meh, they didn't
1: do anything <laughs> for me. Uh, what else? Oh. Um, my man, Will Osprey defeats Jericho. Um, I think he proved that he could have a match with anyone because the big question was he can only have that fast-paced, flippy, floppy match like a ricochet. Um,
2: yeah, that match I wanted. To, I, that's one of the few that I really wanted to see that I did not get a chance to see. Yeah. I'm glad to hear it actually was real, was um, better than expectations I was, remember we were talking about how Osprey needs to be able to have a match at a slower pace and be able to adjust properly.
1: And I truly believe he did. Uh, I, I, and I think the beginning was like a little off for him, and then everything connected. So in six months, he's a free agent. I consider him to be the top free agent. You think so? I I, I would love for him to come to WWE and have matches with Seth Rollins if their beef is really squashed. But um, besides that, yeah, I, would, I, I think he'll be great at WWE. Um, uh, what else we have? Oh, I think one of my favorites. Um House of Black versus the Acclaim. Um House of Black has a great tribute to Bray Wyatt. And because of that, they will be always number one for me. Um another good match. But um House of Black loses and they show respect by handing the titles to the Acclaim. Um did you get to see the tribute, Mark, or no? see the what I'm sorry the tribute for Bray Wyatt
2: I didn't I, I did not I saw a picture okay. of the House of Black what they looked like coming out for so, Bray that's as far as it went for me Yeah,
1: they had like the the entrance was basically the they had like it looked like the fireflies uh, everyone had their their phones out um they had the blue light coming from the entrance that um Brody and Bray used and and towards the ending of his own career the, the blue light from the entrance and um Buddy Murphy was holding on the ladder.
2: That's cool. Yeah.
1: And then they placed it. It was nice. They placed it on Buddy, um, places it on the floor, and then they walk by it, and they enter the ring like the badasses they are. Um, real real quick, talk about badasses. Um, Buddy Murphy posted a picture on, on Instagram. He called it the House of Punk, and it's the three members of House of Black and CM Punk walking the streets in, um, London. It's a black and white photo. The picture is badass. So, not saying that punk is going to join them, but it was just the title and the picture just looked like an old London British punk band or something. It was really cool. I didn't see that, but yeah, check I'll it out it. Um Buddy Murphy. Yeah, he he posted and he named it House of Punk. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that red bastard. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why <are> you <laughs> on. Why are you don't like him? He he's great. I can't wait till he comes back to WWE.
0: No, he needs to stay in AEW forever. Oh, please. Forever. When his, contract,
1: when his contract is up, he is coming to WWE. As
0: long as he doesn't go to Raw. I don't care.
1: <laughs> he doesn't have it. He can stay in SmackDown and mommy will follow him. My,
2: uh, moving on. <laughs> I hear the Delphine <laughs> Raymond's voice
1: right yep. now. Uh, let's go to the main event. <laughs> main event. MJF defeats Adam Cole. Uh, back and forth match, uh, I felt Adam Cole did more evil, dirty stuff. I, I don't think MJF did anything dirty. I-, I can't recall it. There was a lot of times he took out the ring out of his trunks, looked at it, put it on, put it right back in his trunks. Um, he thought about tombstoning, tomb tombstone um <laughs> Adam Cole on the announce table. table changed his mind. Adam Cole did it. So MJF totally looks like a uh, baby face when Adam Cole showed some of his true colors and ended with um them hugging it out after MJF had to talk him into it. Um, I'll, It's interesting where they're going to go now since MJF won. Is Adam Cole okay with that? Um, They are the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions and you still have Roderick Strong trying to interfere and get his best friend back. So...
0: I called um, the ending because I was watching the pay per view, and I, I remember saying like the ending is going to be Adam Cole struggling to cheat to win. Does he do it or not do it? And then I said that's going to cost in the match, and exactly that's what happened. So I did like the match. Um, I did like the like you said the the little stress between him and Roderick. I think Roderick now teams up with the other people, and they're going to go after the tag titles from these two. Yeah,
1: but yeah, they can go for the other tag titles. They're a lot of titles. Um. Yeah, because there was even a, a part where Roderick interferes and um, um hits MJF. And Adam Cole's like, what are you doing? And he still p- tries to pin MJF. So it, it, it seems he's, he's trying to win that title no matter what. He doesn't care if it's by cheating or whatever. He just wants that title. So hopefully this... I don't know where, the, where this story is going. It's very interesting where this story is, is going through right now. Um, where does it go? I have no idea. I would love to see a evil, a more evil MJF come back, but right now he is definitely going down the babyface uh, lane. So uh, they need to learn
0: from Eddie Guerrero. You ain't cheating, you ain't winning. Anyway, go ahead, Mark. I'm sorry, I interrupted you again.
2: That's no, all. Good. I'm, still, I'm, I'm the third wheel here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um no, you know what? Uh, the match was really good. It really was. Um. I am getting a little... I don't want to say annoyed, but I'm a little... Eh, I don't know what the right word is. that This whole MJF and Cole... You know Adam Cole is the one that's going to turn.
1: Yeah. As of now. That's what it looks and
2: like. They're dragging it out. It's whatever.
1: It's, it's the forfeiting.
2: Oh. Enough <laughs> with that shit.
1: Because um, cause the bloodline got a crazy rain delay.
2: Yeah. They do. Um... You know, again, it, the match itself was great. I will say the match itself was great. Yeah, that's one of the, the few I actually got to see. Really good, well thought out. We know Roderick Strong is going to eventually convince Adam Cole. Uh, my only curiosity is when when is the payoff going to happen? Um, and I hope mm-hmm. they don't fumble this because right now it's still, even though I you know, again, us being educated wrestling fans, we have an idea that. The end game is Adam Cole turning on MJF. It's just how is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? All that. I thought they did a very good job. Plus, the, the finish, actually, the actual pinfall itself, um, I thought was very well done because it's not like MJF hit his, you know, salt of the earth or any other stuff. And there was no, you know, hitting him with a chair or getting the pinfall or any of that crap. It was literally he just got him. Like that's it. Yeah. He just got him from a moment of him questioning himself. Yep. So. You know, we'll see what, what's what's going to happen here. We'll see
1: what's going to happen. Yeah. Overall, I thought it was a great pay per view. I was really happy with the four hours. I I I sat down and watched the fifty dollars I put out. I was happy with all the wrestling that was given. Even the Stampede was. I'm not too keen about all the crazy violence, getting stabbed a hundred times in the forehead with a fork and everything. But yeah, that's a much. Yeah. I, all of that, like I'm for that I watch hardcore wrestling and I don't for that reason. But it like I said it was a little of everything. It was th- the right amount of it and I enjoyed the entire show besides the elite. I'm sorry. But that's <laughs> a, that's only because of Hangman. Take out Hangman of the match and maybe I'll I prefer it. But right now the, the what I saw was worth every minute of it. Um and I guess we could I
2: just laugh that uh you're more anti Adam Page than I am anti Orange Cassidy. <laughs> and, and it's very entertaining. Because
1: like, I tried to like him I, when he was having, I, I can't remember who he fought. Uh, was it Jericho? I can't remember. When they, they, they were all on the hangman um, train and everything, and he, he came down the street in a horse and everything, I was like, okay, this cowboy shit, let me see. It, it, he just seems so like paint drying. Well, his world
2: title reign was very, very poor.
1: Yeah. Maybe maybe it was because of that, the, the, the way they pushed him. I don't know. It's just... But well, his that's m-
2: where I using mean, that. I think because of how his world title reign didn't really do anything, that you're automatically, like, I guess just it's an association thing.
1: Yeah. And, and his mic skills and all that, um, I, 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 he's missing something. And fuck it. Punk said he's a bitch. I think he's a bitch. Fuck it. On <laughs> a quick
0: side note, I want to point out I'm at anti Buddy Murphy slash Matthews, whoever his name
2: is, and those two. I'm just throwing that out there. But anyway, go ahead. So, sorry, hold on, Raymond. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. I just want to point out, um, if he was not with Rhea Ripley, would you still feel the same way? Absolutely
0: not. <laughs> there,
2: you there you go. You know what? I applaud Raymond for his honesty. Um, it's very much appreciated that he's just a hater. Um, you know I'm sure I'm when somebody puts up Nikita Lyons, I will be in the exact same boat as Raymond. So whoever that lucky guy is going to be one day, um, you're going to be on my 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 hate list as well. So,
1: um, just real quick, I, I, I love watching um Buddy and um Black have matches. I could see them every week have a match in Collision if that was ever to happen. Because Raw used to do that. I think they had they did that for like four weeks in a row or something. Those were great matches. I missed those matches. I wouldn't mind seeing them again.
0: Listen, as long as Buddy Murphy and Rio are not having matches, I'm okay.
1: Trust me, they're having matches almost every night.
0: Shut up,
2: Peter.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, before some of them are we...
2: in the darkness, some of them are in the light, you
1: know. Um, I don't like y'all. <laughs> since we, we went straight into All In, uh, I can't recall right now. My mind's drawing a blank. Uh, Smackdown.
2: I thought it was just a tribute. The
1: the tribute to Bray
2: Wyatt. We don't really need to go much into that. because At least, you know what what I will say is, because we can make quite ways on do be, you know, we still got to talk about Raw from
1: Monday. Yes, we do. Um,
2: They're going to be always tip-top with their video packages. Yes. Um, Amazing job. I mean, I, I couldn't help but tear up multiple times watching... You know the stuff with Bray especially with his kids like that got me a lot you know that 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 hit I hit home um because you could tell how good of a father he was um forget about the, the pro wrestling standpoint of it um, they did great any with Terry Funk and then you know they didn't do this on Friday that's on Monday that their Bob Barker tribute as well was very good wow. um second to get second and none with their video tributes i mean the, the in-ring matches and stuff i felt like they could have done maybe some more maybe more people talked about their best bray wyatt memories or something yeah. you know they normally would do with others in the past yeah. um but you know what again it, it, it's what it, it worked out good it worked out it was very well done
1: i was hoping for uh chris Benoit tribute you wait what you understand what i'm saying if, if, we, oh. if, we, if we want to go back if we want to go back to that, that dark day when that tribute they did for Chris Benoit
2: right yes I think that was the interviews I thought I was referring to I was just not trying to mention Benoit's name yeah, yeah, yeah whatever uh, just like they were Eddie Guerrero as well everybody, you know no, they, but they had... no no no
1: they did they for Eddie Guerrero and everything but I, I'm sorry to say it. Chris Benoit had the best tribute
2: right and then it looked, what end up happening right yeah, after yeah because they, they didn't know
1: but I mean they, their mind was on it everybody was was um hurt they had everybody at the arena, which was uh, also a, a good thing. They just didn't allow the audience in there. And they just had a live two-hour show dedicated to him, which now it's like one of the most rare episodes to watch now.
2: You can't even find that yeah. on, on anything.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, that was like the way you give someone, I'm sorry, maybe it was the wrong person. But that I, I was so hoping to see that type of tribute. For uh, Bray Wyatt. But then when I started seeing that they announced matches and everything, I was like, oh, no, this is a different direction. Um,
2: You know what? uh, I I will say that L.A. Knight knocked it out of the park with his promo towards the mid. man. That was spectacular because he did the Bray Wyatt tribute in there and like talking about giving the guy the ball.
1: He showed a different different style, a a different version of him.
2: Well, that was a different version of L.A. Knight, though. No, that's what if i say think...
1: He showed a different version by talking about Bray Wyatt, and then he went into uh, um, the yeah. character talking about The Miz, which I, I loved. I missed out on his, um, like, why it was him versus Finn Balor. I found out later on. Oh, oh okay. I to say
2: because mm-hmm. L.A. Knight was his last opponent. Finn Balor was his first opponent yeah. as The Fiend.
1: So. When I saw that, that that was the main event, I was like, holy shit. That's, like, the, the biggest guy L.A. Knight's going to fight so far. And he got the win. I was like, I was just like total in shock. And then I learned that that's why you they had that know, match.
2: Interference. Yeah. You know, it was,
1: I, I, I totally missed the part of why they were fighting. I just, I event. remember that's the it.
2: last episode, I spoke about how important Bray Wyatt's really last, lasting legacy, legacy in the company is at the, getting LA night. And like on that, that level su- on the way to superstardom. like that was his last thing. And sure enough. Yep. They gave the guy, gave the ball to the guy who needed it, and knocked it out of the park.
1: And um, very quietly, it's two weeks of SmackDown without the bloodline.
2: Yeah, well, this Friday is going to be Jimmy
1: Uso. Yeah, and i um, just to throw it. I'm sorry, just throw it out, I'm sorry, wait, wait, throw wait, it out but, there. What happened?
0: No, I was just going to say I apologize. I was just going to say one thing that I think WWE did because that way we can get done with the Bray Wyatt segment here. I think they did drop the ball. They should have because they're having the uh orders from the WW shop go to Bray Wyatt, as we talked about. They should have had a tribute t shirt or something to go uh for the occasion. because uh, right now, if you go to the shop, there really isn't much there but plaques and maybe old stuff. That they, they, they really should have made
1: there. wasn't nothing there for a while. I guess they were waiting for um his character to come back. Um, what I think they should do, same thing like AEW does. If if you've ever ordered a a shirt from AEW, it doesn't come right away because they print it from the order, so it's not like it's a whole bunch of shirts made in in a factory. So all those old styles of the Wyatt family and everything, you could put those shirts out there, and every time someone orders it, you make it, and then all that money goes there. What they did do was um um the, they um put extra plaques on the website from all the pay per views that he's been on. So That's the only thing that's extra that's on the website, but as a merchandise of uh, shirts, hats, hoodies, there was a few stuff there, and it sold out very quickly that same day. And now you can find it on eBay for like a hundred dollars or more. Um, but um,
2: <laughs> like fiend shirts and stuff, it's like I never got a fiend shirt, and that kind of bugged me. I'm like, damn, I should have gotten one of those. Yeah. And I,
1: it's pissing me off that WWE is not doing this, especially like what, what Raymond said that the money's going to the family, like put out some. Some product there, then put some
2: right, like all all proceeds go to the family, and you're you're guaranteed gonna make that money for the family, you know. That's that's a no brainer
1: because I checked on eBay because I was like, you know what, these WWE doesn't have nothing, let me see what eBay has. And there's people for a reasonable price, maybe $27 for the front and $34 for the front and back. I'm not trying to promote anybody, but on eBay, there's people making their own custom shirts, which, yes, it's illegal. Because it's the same shirt that Bray Wyatt was using that WWE used to sell, but it looks it looks good. It has the logo in the front, the logo in the back, whatever saying or quote Bray Wyatt said. They there's tribute shirts that you can find uh, Bray Wyatt that look really great. And the only reason I haven't bought it because I'm still thinking that WWE is gonna come with an official one. But if not, nope. if not, I'm gonna I'm gonna on eBay to get my tribute shirt for Bray Wyatt because there's some there's someone that looks like someone did it in their their bedroom with an iron and just put a picture there, and they in the picture on, yeah. on the shirt. And there's some that looks like, holy shit, Like it looks like they they have a store, and they're just making this. and it, The shirts look legit, and I'm, yeah. So if you're looking for a Bray Wyatt shirt, I'm sorry, you, you can find a, a decent one for like $34 or less on, on eBay. So go there. The only sad part is that money is not going to the Wyatt family. Or- so
0: quick, quick update, I, I just happened to go to the WWE shop. As of right now, as we're recording this, they do have the men's fanatics branded uh, gray white moth t shirt, yeah. his logo. That is available currently. Yeah. Because that, that wasn't there a few days
1: ago. Okay. I, I saw that, I think, oh, yesterday or this morning when I looked, but I'm always looking to see if they're going to release something new. But yeah, the only thing I've seen noticed that's different is the the plaques. There's more plaques there than it was maybe two or three days ago. Um,. All right. Uh, before we go to raw, real, real quick. Um, Brian Pillman Jr., who just did the intro for this episode, um, is officially with NXT, but there is no time schedule of when he would be on TV. They're not. They're not rushing him or nothing. But he is definitely officially with NXT. And moving on from that, um, they are just besides it that they announced that John Cena is going to be on this SmackDown, and the big spectacular show in India. He is going to be on every SmackDown from September 15 to October twenty seventh. Why not?
0: Time to get a paycheck. He ain't working anywhere
1: else. <laughs> so that's a, that's at least two pay per views that he he should be on. I'm um, when the, I'm just interested in what story he's going to be in. Like who who he's going to push or who he's going to fight. Is it, is it a, a rematch with Austin Theory? Is it? I I don't know. It's just interesting where they're going to go, and I guess we'll find out Friday. And we just need the rock.
2: rock?
0: <laughs> yeah i was gonna say and from my understanding the india pay-per-view is not even going to be shown it's just those in india
1: i, I think it's not peacock before. it's not it's not peacock
0: it's not gonna be on peacock it's not gonna be like a special it's a special event for those over there
1: that's about it oh so we have to go over there though yeah yeah <laughs> uh, uh, Yeah. I, i'm sorry one more, one more thing before we go into raw um, on the on SmackDown, the tribute to um, Bray Wyatt, and everything Roman was there. He, I only say this because there's been a lot of heat supposedly on social media. They're pissed off that the big time Universal Champion, whatever, wasn't there. He wanted to be there. He wanted to put the blue belt, place it in the ring or on the ramp, because that's the belt that um, Bray Wyatt had. And for some reason, he, it, it didn't happen. Was, was it going to ruin his character? Would it make him look soft? Different versions. It's the same reason sometimes you don't see the Undertaker when they're doing stuff like that. I think you have to stay in character. So I I, I was reading a lot, like on Twitter or whatever you want to call it, a lot of people putting Roman down. I'm pretty sure it was out of his hands of doing what he wanted to because he did announce what he wanted to do. He just wasn't allowed to. So anyway. Moving on to War. <laughs> Moving on to War. Um, it started off with uh, I thought a great match with um, Sami Zayn and Damian Priest. I, I I thought that match was really good. It had what like I like to say a little of everything. Some high flying, some some punches and kicks, and some slams, all that good stuff. But um, I'm gonna let you two guys um run it and and discuss from um, what you thought about Roar.
2: One day I was focused on mommy. To be
1: honest, <laughs> yeah. of course, as if, if I, yeah. I, okay. I'm Listen, gla- this, Wait, wait. This I'm, I'm I'm glad. The, the my co-host, the, the guys I picked. <laughs> this is what. Yeah. As soon as I said you guys could run the show, Raymond gives me a look like um, I just watched mommy. <laughs> <It's> just like- <laughs> <laughs>
0: Listen, I, I raw was ho-, ho hum. Uh, the the Miz segment, which we both kind of disagree on a little bit. Yeah. I think the Miz segment was like the best part. I died laughing, laughing on that.
1: Well, the, the Miz segment the show, spectacular.
0: Very, very forgettable. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mark. The Miz segment was spectacular.
2: I loved it.
1: I, I was against it.
2: Oh, Hector Gold. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. You really are the heel of this episode. No. It was,
1: I, I, it, it was good, but I. But, for um for two reasons I, I I didn't like it and one of them is childish and then the other one is more realistic. The childish one is it's basically like he said she said like like tauntingly like you're complaining about someone that's um mimicking copying off of somebody. Um,
2: Bro, he's a heel. But
1: but but you're doing it as <laughs> you're doing it as you're copying somebody and you've done it many you you and and. and, and and you've done it many times. You've done it to John Cena. You've done it to The Rock. You've that, done it to many people. Like,
2: I had a feeling when I heard LA Knight's music. I'm like, that's The Miz, even before it even showed him. Okay, like I it. said, that,
1: that was my scene. that was a childish version of why I didn't like it. Now, for the more business-like, it's been two weeks already that he's going, like, headhunting and attacking the image of LA Knight. And just because he, LA Knight has so many haters out there, and I'm talking about tons from inside the business and and fans but I'm wor- more worried about the inside the business like the wrestlers and the legends that can't stand Ellie Knight. for you two weeks to be going like that hard on Ellie Knight on this character that we're, they're trying to sorry to say shoot to the moon um I just like took it was like a little too personal like but it, 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 hopefully like we all what we all expected it ends with a win. Uh, against the Miz on um payback and and that's it. But I just thought just two weeks of real personal stuff. Yeah, I just thought that that was a little not too good for LA Knight's image. But besides that, I understand how the business works and blah blah blah. Just two weeks of that is giving more fuel to the Kevin Nashes and everybody else that thinks he's just a copycat, not a talented wrestler that could do what he's doing right now. Okay mean a river next
2: <laughs> yeah I, I, it's, I, that was i was hey, hector i'm sorry but your take was the drizzling shits i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was like like listen I, I i oh my god you gotta be the miz's character let's go over this for those of us who haven't watched wrestling over the past 20 years that miz has been around the miz's character is meant to do this This is the Miz. He's a heel. You're supposed to boo. You're supposed to hate the fact that he's going to the well one too many times because he's trying to bring home the point that LA Knight is just a stone cold and rock wannabe and all this other crap. And then he had the frickin' the boots and the jeans and the vest. He pulled off the look and the stubble. He went to the nines. He pulled it off. He made you go like, damn, this guy's really going to do this again? But you remember it, just like you remember when you went back, oh, you! Uh, oh, he did this before. Wait a minute. You remembered he did this before. That means The Miz is doing his job as a heel. You remember when he made fun of, and him and Maurice made fun of John Cena and, and Nikki Bella. You remember when he's done all these other times where he's made fun of other superstars. So checkmate on that one. And the fact that <laughs> the itself, he sounded like L.A. Knight. And it yeah, made, what? It, it was great, and he made fun of the "what's too in the process, but so, so it was like the one-word catchphrase stuff. He hit every bullet point he needed to do. So because you know, when you hit payback this weekend, there, now who knows if he's going to show up on Friday? We'll, we'll see with SmackDown. But when we get the payback this weekend, that match happens, and LA Knight defeats the Miz. That's another notch in LA Knight's belt. Boom. There you go. The Miz is credible. Now great that the Miz is on like a it's like one in 24 on the year some ridiculous horrible win-loss record if anyone follows that. This isn't AEW where they keep track of that. But anyway, you know, mm-hmm. it's another notch in LA Knight's belt. And that's what this is supposed to be. You're supposed to have somebody who's a hype man who's supposed to get you ready for the match because LA Knight himself hyping the match with the Miz. You know it's not it's not the same because L.A.N. is a new guy. He's not the the, the hype man. Supposed to be the guy that's been around the block a bunch of times, and that's the Miz, and he did exactly what he's supposed to do because the Miz is awesome. It's not a catchphrase. It's the truth. He is. That's why he's been around for twenty years. So Hector, you you can't make any more WWE-related takes after that one. That was a horrible take. Six-year AEW stuff. I, I, and, and see, him. I, I
1: think you. I think it's funny how you just added basically all the evidence and fuel that I was talking about. So back to my childish. Excuse of why I didn't like this. The Miz copying all those wrestlers are his highlights, are his best moments. You can't complain about somebody that's Wait, copying off so of two I two wrestlers. Is not a what, what happened? So
2: the cash in that at wrest I, I freaking um when on Randy Orton isn't a best moment.
1: It, it it is, but what's for me? What stands out the most is when he made fun of The Rock, when he made fun of Cena, and now when he makes fun of La Knight. So if those are you, some of, some of your biggest moments. Is you copying off a of wrestler? You can't make fun of a wrestler that's copying off of a wrestler. And then, like I said, that's 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 my my childish version of, of why you shouldn't do it. Or what he's talking trash. Um, the the Miz now, just the image. You just said he sounded perfect. He sounded just like La Knight. Doesn't that kind of hurt? Like anybody could sound like him. Then there's nothing special about him. Then
2: no. It doesn't hurt
1: him because I haven't seen anybody else be able to impersonate La Knight like that.
2: Okay, I, I, think, I think Heather's overthinking it.
1: No, I'm not. I, no, I'm, not I, I, <laughs> I'm listening to everybody. I, I'm listening to everybody that's talking shit about La Knight, and I love La Knight. I just feel like it's a little too personal. And you just gave everybody feel Like, look, he just copied off of, of La Knight. Perfect. Anybody could be but La, that's LA that's Knight because cool. he's just, he's just, he's just role playing. And everything. So, I think he just, like, kind of brung Ellie Knight's image a little down. All The only thing that can fix this right now, besides a win, is Ellie Knight kills him with a, a great promo on Friday. You chose. Yeah. I, I, I want I want a, a out-of-the-park promo from Ellie Knight and, and get dirty and talk shit and, and, and compete with The Miz. If not, then this is your big break right now. Like you said... You have to face the Miz on the mic so you can move up the ladder. The Miz got you right I'm now. About
2: the argument you have to. This, this is this is this is just exercising futility right now.
1: <laughs> it's, Next time, it, it's true. If LA Knight on uh, um, promo on Friday, if he stumbles, if he stumbles now, because you called it before too, and you said you were worried about that. If this Friday he he stumbles, what does that do to his image? Nothing. Bro, he didn't stumble on Monday. I mean, I mean that's past Friday. No, I'm
2: sorry, that's past Friday with the brain white problem. He didn't stumble
1: on I, it. I understand oh, that there was no was pressure. pressure. There was there was no pressure on him now. Now that the the, the, the Miz brought it up, that that not that many people caught on to it. If he stumbles now, it's gonna be oh yeah, the Miz was right.
2: I really don't think anyone's gonna, gonna, gonna go that nuts to point it out outside of like one okay. or two random. See, I'm watched.
1: I'm thinking more of, of the of the character <laughs> image getting hurt. I'm not talking about how the story's going and how interesting and how funny it is. I'm more worried about his image in the long run. If, let's be for real now, if he stumbles this Friday trying to talk trash, and we lost, oh, there it goes, Ray, Raymond. If he um stumbles trying to talk trash about The Miz, people are going to bring up what he, he did on Monday. That's all I'm trying to say. Like, you, you hit, like, these little key parts. Like, what happens if that's just LA night? Like, me, I, I stumble when I get nervous or if I'm angry or whatever, I stumble my words. If you call that out, people are going to start making fun of that. So that's the only thing I'm worried about. Friday promo has to be perfect. And then we got we got a good show on on Saturday. All right. So moving to a new topic, Rhea Ripley takes charge. So basically, <laughs> yeah. if, if
0: they all don't have gold on Saturday, meaning that they it's Finn Dollar and Damian Priest for the tag titles, there's going to be some changes in Judgment Day. What do you think that means?
2: Mm. I don't know. Uh...
0: It'll be interesting to see what happens, because I I think they are going to walk out with go, I would hope, because of a really cool image. However, um, if they do not, I wonder what will happen. But I guess because that's a
2: good... By the way, I sorry, sorry that Raymond, that since I told Hector they he can't throw that away anymore, he didn't even respond to that. I don't know if he really took my my comments seriously. No, honestly. I I, I,
1: <laughs> I honestly I didn't I didn't I didn't hear your comment and I'm still thinking and now I'm thinking like cuz everyone's always always thinking about the world title of how oh what if they get the world title they're going to have all the belts and then you got Damon Priest with the money in the bank? No, but it does make sense if they would have the taxing titles cuz then each member does, is will be holding raising up a title belt and that would look a lot cooler than um three of them holding title belts and one of them holding a briefcase. But yeah, and I and I think it's time for Owens and um, Sammy to give up the titles.
0: Yeah. Also uh, on Drew McIntyre and uh, what's his name Riddle. Yeah. I'm kind of I'm over it already. I'm like I'm not seeing connection between the two. I'm not like you don't yet. like Mick Riddle.
1: Nope. I don't. <laughs> I don't like Drew either.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah I'm not feeling that. I'm type hoping team.
0: next week something happens. I'm hoping really next week when they fight the Viking Raiders again, that uh, something happens. Someone has to lose time. If not, think, this is like a really stupid story. I
2: think what you're getting to is you're going to get to Drew being a heel. You're going to get there. I think they're just trying to draw it out a lot to where, you know, let's say they do with the Viking Raiders. Let's say the New Day try to get involved. Remember how they hit the Tornado tag match? Remember, like, that's like a Tornado-style match?
1: Yeah like New Day gets involved to try and help and then they actually grew up
2: with Drew and Drew's like, you know what, I'm tired of this crap. And then literally annihilates New Day and Riddle himself and now you have Terminator Drew again. Like this heel in McIntyre. I think that's how we get there. I just don't know if it's going to be this week, next week. but It's coming soon. But that's the purpose of this storyline because obviously Riddle is, you know, not uh. Uh, a fight that was, right? the but, just storyline, and the new day is just too. So, so when he I does that, that,
1: then he goes into a story with Riddle. I mean, I don't want to see that either. Yeah, he's gonna destroy Riddle
2: in like two minute matches, and then you are gonna have him probably take on Seth for the type. I think that's where your uh, your transgression
1: is gonna be. Okay, I it's like they I think they're really taking this long storytelling for for like for granted now or whatever because it's just like. We have to wait forever for him to turn, finally. And then we're going to have, like you said, two or three matches of him fighting Riddle. And then he goes to Seth. If Seth is still the champion, because with his, supposed his bad back, how long does he have with that title?
0: I hope Shin wins it. I really hope that, because I sent you an image and shared with you guys the
1: uh, evil Shin. Very cool. That was a very cool
0: figure. I I really would like to see him kind of get that. And I like this... I like this version of the
2: evil yes. Shin or bad guy Shin. Yes. If he does that, I'm like that body
1: painting and everything, I would, I would like it. It's a cool look, and since I, I like to collect the action figures. That would be a cool figure to collect. But um... The theme back, what happened? One for one for the heel theme that he had with with the with
2: the K-pop people singing it or whatever it was. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I love that theme. That was like a banger, and then when they got rid of it, I was very disappointed.
1: Um. Oh yeah, well I want to say some people were talking about it. Um, there was a promo with um, mommy, and Finn, and Priest. In the background, there was a Uncle Howdy shirt, or if you want to call it a Bray Wyatt shirt, but it's Uncle Howdy's face on it. Um, some people say that's just a tribute. Cause that's probably the only merchandise they had, and they put it in the background. Or was that just like a a hint for something to come in the future? Your thoughts? Or I think it was a just
0: tribute. Just I think a it tribute? was just tribute. Okay.
1: I thought I thought it was just a tribute, also, and then when I started reading, like, oh, it's like it's one of those QR code signs or whatever. So I'm like, oh, maybe because it was just in the background, but I don't know. But
0: Uncle Howie's gonna join Judgment Day. I mean, no, no,
1: no. Just like there's a background there. Just the same way it would be like a Muppet. Just
0: yeah.
1: I mean that. I mean I don't know how mature and and different Bo Dallas have has become because we haven't seen him in a while as Bo Dallas. Um, I don't know if he could run with a character like that? Because I saw some people like Paul's like, oh, what what happens since he's family, blood, whatever? He gets the Fiend's mask and turns into the Fiend. I don't know if he could pull that off.
2: Oh, you know? I don't think he can. I think that you got to leave the Fiend the way it is. I do feel you could have him come back as Uncle Howdy down the road with Bliss when Bliss is back from being pregnant and have them run with something as like a little like you could have them run like a little program or something yeah, just I
1: just to, that howdy mask looks so weird that's why i have to have the fiend mask like the fiend mask is so evil that we put it on and that's it you, it takes over so you we
2: could have it that after like the first week like he just takes off the mask and he's under the control of bliss or something something you know right. so if yeah yeah i can there, see that they yeah. can easily just not touch it ever again Got you it. know and just have go be like a producer or something you know like uh, that's just you know Sometimes it's um, better to leave things the way they are. Like I know, like AEW when Brody passed, they kept the Dark Order going, and Dark Order was never the same. Even though they had some decent stuff, it was never the same.
1: Yeah, I, I love the rumors of Bray Wyatt taking over that, but that never happened. You know, yeah. what I
0: like the on Raw Champa. I, I from the NXT as many times as I've seen uh, NXT live, the Champa that you're seeing there is the same Champa you got at NXT. That yes. brutal. Yeah, and I'm liking where they're doing with him as well.
1: And I know it sounds silly, but his his he has a new shirt out, and it reminds me of his NXT shirt. So I guess he's yeah, it's definitely something going on there. Well, DIY. Yeah, if he ever, <laughs> if you ever comes back, he's missing.
2: I think that's what we're gonna get if we have Balor and Priest win those tag titles. I think they're the ones that dethrone them. By the way.
1: Yeah, but I want to see DIY fight Owens and, and Zane. But, that would oh, be
2: that great would be. That, that any, against any tag team would be spectacular those guys have yeah. such good
1: chemistry um, back to what um, what Raymond was saying that he wants to see um Seth lose I want I know he has a bad back and he needs a break or whatever Um, I would like to see him keep the belt at least until Survivor Series just to see what they're going to do with that because if you're going to keep the champion versus champion story um, it's Roman versus Seth. Like I've said it before, Roman has never beat Seth, so I would love to know would they would that be the f- final time he gets his chance to beat Seth, or Seth gets another sneaky win. So, if Seth gets a sneaky win, that has to lead into a WrestleMania match. If ah. Roman, if Roman gets the win, then you, we kill that story right away. Then and he finally got, he finally got he finally gets the win over over Seth because so as of now. It's the only guy he doesn't have on his list. He has a list of a hope every superstar you could think of. Seth Rollins is not on that list. That has to mean something. That's you, a good point. You can't go there and say, like, I could beat everybody except Seth Rollins. <laughs> I, I
2: think, think that'll, that'll be Survivor Series. <laughs> I, they got using that for mania.
1: Yeah, I, I can a Survivor Series, he gets the win. But then there's also the rumors of the Fatal Four. So I, I, I'm very curious in what direction they go. But that's only also if Seth could keep the belt onto Survivor Series. But um, that's it. Any um, things you want to add? You,
0: the Becky versus um, what's her name? Can't think of her name. Becky versus no.
1: Trish. Oh, not Trish. Um, Trish is psychic.
0: Zoe so Stark.
1: start. So Stark. There you go.
0: Couldn't get her name out. Did you guys watch that match at all? Or no? I I
1: saw yeah, the, yeah, I, you I, like I saw it? The, I saw the ending. Yeah. <laughs> I kind, of, I kind of went through it quickly too. I saw the end, the tribute ending of her holding the armband of Bray and her crying, and then it went
2: over. Can I just divert this a second? Did, did anybody look at Trish Stratus, by the way? No. My God. <laughs> like I, I don't even have the words. Like this, it gets better. I, I don't. I don't know. It's those okay. pins, jeez like i'm almost drooling right now as i'm talking about this this is not like you know this really puts a bad name for wrestling fans but oh my
1: god <laughs> man <laughs> a, good for her we got a, a baby back, back right we got a mommy lover a trish lover
2: no nikita Lyons is my number one oh. I, I, we've gone over this That's, she's my number one okay i have a lot of others that go down the list but nikita always my number one I got you
1: i like the young girls on nxt
2: <laughs> oh, be careful when you say young girls. Yeah, actor. I, know. We gotta be, I know. Please, I know.
1: They're, they're over age.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of, we were going to discuss um, a new topic, wrestling related, but not related to like shows. Shows starting afternoon, like pay per views in the afternoon. I kind of liked it. Um, I like it, as I explained to you, too, being free in the evening to do some stuff or just go out or hang out. Or even, let's say tomorrow, the next day after work, having that extra time to kind of still relax and unwind. I don't know about you two. After I finish watching a pay-per-view, I'm hyped for like another two three hours. And then I can unwind, and then I can go to sleep. I kind of like afternoon pay-per-views. They don't need to be all afternoon, but once in a while, I think it's a good afternoon, like a good treat for that. Yeah, I've
1: am I'm been seeing that a lot. I wonder if anybody's listening or that just fans wishing but I've seen it a lot. And I, I have to say, I um besides this one, because I didn't watch it until 7 o'clock. So that kind of <laughs> takes away the point of, oh, I'd rather watch it in the afternoon when I had something to do this weekend. But, um yeah, I would prefer to watch, especially, on, I think, maybe on a Saturday. um Watch wrestling around 1 o'clock, 3 o'clock, then watching at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock on a Saturday night. Um I, I like the idea. I don't know how it will affect... Um, profit, money-wise, ticket sales. But um, I've seen that um, quote, that post, that question asked a lot on social media. Um, so let, let's see if other people are listening and this, they even try to do that in the States. Besides um, besides the NXT show. <laughs> NXT has done a couple of times.
2: For me, those midday shows, man, they, they, that only works if you don't have anything to do. Like, a lot of the time... Like AEW, all like even if it wasn't fifty dollars, and let's say it was on, Let's say AEW had like Peacock or Paramount. I had it right. I wasn't. I was able to watch it. You know, like these mid-afternoon ones. Unless look for new, I'm something, the table, I'm odds not be able to see. At least at nighttime, it's a lot easier to make the time. You know, if you have to go do food shopping or do other other errands that are important. It's kind of hard to push those from during your day, especially people on the weekends that work, you know, work during the week and only have so much free time. It's a, that's a tough, tough ask. I don't think it's an issue selling out a place because look at baseball games and basketball games. You have games at and football games. You have games at one o'clock in the afternoon. And they sell out. Right. You know that's, that's 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 a non-issue. It's the it's the people that are watching at home like on TV. That that that's more the issue. Gotcha.
1: Well, don't go food shopping then.
2: Yeah, so let me start. <laughs>
1: <laughs> go food <full> shopping earlier. <laughs> I'm going you
2: know, to have to marry quicker and have have my
1: wife
0: for it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, kind I, of going back to what we were also talking about, kind of that rewinding is already to the back of the show or early in the show. Having pay-per-views back-to-back the way AEW is doing, they think is a good idea and with everything that's happening. This in general, because we've kind of talked about Tuesday in Texas, maybe 30 years ago I think it is having that back-to-back show is not the best idea because either A, people are not going to buy it, or B, it's just too much wrestling too fast. Do you think it's still a good idea to kind of have that back-to-back or kind of that suggestion? I said, have the two pay-per-views, like WrestleMania, all in Saturday, all out Sunday.
1: Mm, then that means it will only be in, in, um, in London. Um, I think they had a safe bet of doing London because they, they knew already what they were going to get. And a great backup plan was Chicago, because you know you're going to do awesome in Chicago. Now, the weird part is... Except for now. Yeah, exactly. Because, like I said, there's some people already you can see on social media trying to sell their tickets. They're going crazy because CM Punk is not going to be there, and now they don't want to go, which is crazy. But um, next year, they've already announced London one week and the following week, Chicago. What happens if CM Punk is not here? If Something crazy happens, and... They release him or he quits or whatever. Whatever deal is done. Do you still do Chicago or do you change the city to Jacksonville? Like a safe bet, then you don't have to worry about the rent because Daddy's paying the rent. Um Yeah. I like the two week thing, oh I'm sorry, it's one week apart. If it's a continuation. Like you it ended in a draw, the person cheated, they got screwed over or whatever. We're going to sell this next week. So it becomes a real two part pay per view. All in, all out. Boom. And it's a continuation of the last pay per view. So you have to watch both of them because it, it, it's all connected to one big movie. It's the sequel. If you don't do that, like right now, it makes no sense. I, I, I should have, me, you, somebody should have done some research right now and got the, the, the card that they have right now. I am not interested in that card. At all, I I'm sorry. Miro versus um, Hobbs, that's a collision match. Um, as of right now, from that paper, the the big name right there is Moxley, and that's only if he. I think if he wins Saturday, um, tomorrow. If he wins tomorrow, he becomes the number one contender to fight Cassidy. So if he wins tomorrow, it's going to be Moxley versus Cassidy for the belt. I'm not interested in that. It's going to be a good match, but I'm not going to spend $50 for that. So if you can find out the card right now, I think there's four or five matches so far. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a busy... There's usually 10 matches in an AEW pay-per-view. There has to be another five matches announced. What five? I hope the CM Punk thing is at work or he's out of his suspension or this is all bullshit and they're going to let him and, and Jack Perry go crazy and have a street fight or something. Cause now everyone's hyped up, like, oh my God, they had a real fight backstage, and they gonna allow them in the ring. I'm gonna pay to see that. Now you got something, but I don't know. I'm not. I'm rambling here, but um, right now I was. I'm all for AEW and everything. The two pay per views back to back, one week apart. Right now, not interested because there's there's nothing connected to say I want to see that. It's just a four hour collision. So. For $50.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think the idea of back-to-back is ludicrous. And even if you, you there was continuation, that's what next night's for. Like, resume day one, day two, you have two nights with two different total match cards because they have the ability to, you know, that's how it's set up. All in all out, this is just, I think, a terrible idea because no one really gives a shit about the all-out card right now. Yeah. Especially if pumpkin on it.
1: Were you able to find it, Raven,
0: or no? Uh, yeah. Let me see. Really quick, one second.
1: Yeah, like I said, I, I, I me personally, I would be interested if there was like, a, like some kind of continuation, like, like okay, now we're gonna get the MJF and Cole versus the tag team of uh, Roderick Strong and somebody. Fine, it's still not the greatest match to have, but it's a continuation, and it makes sense. The lineup that they have now has nothing to do with what happened on this past weekend. So, I'm not sure what, what the... Tomorrow, for me, it, it, I, that's why I'm interested in Dynamite. I've missed the last three weeks of Dynamite. I'm very interested in what's going to happen tomorrow night. Because there has to be something going on that is going to announce some big matches. But, um, I don't know. Yeah, this
0: card, is, like you said, is uh, overhyped... AEW show. Hit us. Uh, Luchasaurus versus Darby Allen for the TNT championship. The winner of Dynamite's Orange Cassidy versus Penta L-Zero. Match versus John Moxley for the international title. Uh, Chris versus Ruby Soho for the TBS championship. Kenny Omega versus Konos, whoever whatever his name is. And Miro versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah, this is like an overhyped.
1: Yeah dynamite I, I love I love Kenny Omega that's going to be right now it's probably that's probably going to be the best match not not the main, I'm not sure if it's the main event but it from what you just said that would be the best match from that card but it's still not oh my god I can't wait for for a Sunday I'm going to stop what I'm doing on Sunday I don't care what I'm doing if it's nothing or whatever laundry food shopping with, with Mark and everything I, whatever it is I'm not going to stop that to watch that card so, boot shop
2: is very entertaining. I just want to point that
1: out. <laughs> so, the, right now, it's definitely walking in the park with you holding your hand is more entertaining than that lineup right now. So, so let me
0: ask you do, do you think wrestling fans in general for ADW are going to be more cautious to buy a ticket as they did this year for all in slash all out, knowing that now the car is not so great for yeah. all out at least?
1: I, I I would I would say yeah because this is a great example of what you could look for next year. And and right now I'm sorry to say I'm, as you guys everyone, everyone knows that listens to this this podcast I'm a big CM Punk fan and he is not reliable right now. He's you don't <laughs> he he he's only been active half his his time in AEW. So if he's been in AEW for two and a half years he's only been active for a year and a half. The other year and a half is because of injuries and suspensions and all that. So the big rumor was the reason you're going to have um All In in London next year, it was supposed to be what they were trying their best for is CM Punk versus Omega. Finally get them together. Cause that's probably the only way you're going to get them together. It's not going to be with the Young Bucks. But you can't even count on that no more. And like I said, it, it should be a... a It's a week apart, but it should be a big continuation of what you started in London, and it ends in Chicago. Especially if CM Punk is there, he should be the theme. If it's going to be in Chicago, CM Punk somehow should be involved. So I'm hoping we're all being fucking, sorry this curse is getting late and I'm tired. We're all getting tagged along, and it's this big work, and we're going to see them go all out. Sorry, of Punk and Perry fighting. This is all just bullshit of them. Because, hey, like I said, if it's not a work or whatever, if I'm Perry, I'm like, hey, Punk, let's do what the Young Bucks didn't want to do. I want to work with you. Let's let's put this on TV. You say what you got to say or whatever. We'll turn this into a match, and we both make a lot of money out of it. And at the same time, I'm going to beat this big heel, and everyone's going to know my name. Because now the pay-per-view is good. I was the guy who had a fight with CM Punk in the, in the locker room, and I had a fight with him in a pay-per-view. And now everyone knows about me. I'm this guy's son. I I fought CM Punk, blah, blah, blah. And now all of a sudden, I'm a top heel now. So it's time for someone to stand up, man up, and make some fucking money here.
0: And let me ask the last question of the night, and then we can probably wrap this up. Do you think that if this bombs this week or this weekend, that they change next year's uh, one week apart schedule?
1: Um, I think so. Um, if, um, the press conference, right after, um, All In, am I, is it, it was All In, I keep getting mixed up All In and All Out, All In, right?
0: Oh, well, this weekend.
1: No, no, last week. Oh, oh yeah,
0: this was All In. I was okay. about, like All, all In, the
1: press conference, someone asked, um, Tony Khan, if he's gonna keep, th- keep this. He said he likes, um, keeping tradition, but I'm pretty sure if something changes, oh, you can't keep tradition then. Because I'm sure he likes to keep tradition. And he also likes money too. And you don't want to keep on losing money. And like I said, the only reason you're selling out Chicago is because of CM Punk. If you don't have CM Punk in, in, your, in your roster, in your lineup, or whatever you want to call it, Chicago is not selling out. They're not going to sell out for the Young Bucks. I'm sorry. They're not going to sell out for Kenny Omega versus Jericho. It's not. Chicago is CM Punk's headquarters. His home. Like you said, I think he's the the second Christ coming. If he's not there, it's good. I, it's good. you know what? I, I might want to pay the fifty dollars just to hear him chant CM Punk for four hours. It's gonna be a funny thing. Be, besides that, it's not worth it. Pick a new city. Like I said, go to go back to Jacksonville. You don't you don't gotta pay rent there. So whatever money you come, that's it's profit. You gotta pay for the electricity bill probably. That's it, because you're not paying for rent. <laughs> like I, I, it's like dagged. Can I use the backyard please? That's all you gotta do. I'm having a I'm having a party, Dad. Can I use the backyard? I'm gonna have some friends over. And and, and make some money. That's it.
0: Yeah, take more? If
1: you you to take. You know.
2: Regardless they shouldn't be doing back to back anyway. No matter if good, bad, whatever. I mean, the car doesn't look right. Nope. Um, to be honest with you. The original thought I had for when they had All In All Out back to back, especially when Punk was coming back, was MJF and Cole Night the first week, and then whatever happened at All In for All Out, you'd get Punk versus MJ right. for the to, who's the actual real world champion. That's what I thought the Direction was going to be from the get go. Yep.
1: Yeah.
2: We're not getting that. Nope. You may <laughs> never get that. So it's a bit strange. What do you go with as a main event? I don't think Chicago – I think they'll be very disappointed with how this is going to run without Punk. And it's going to further prove a point that I said last week that, yes, there's an impressive AEW who's able to bring in that many paid people to Wembley. But you're never going to be able to pull that type of crowd here in the Mm -hmm. States, especially when you're pulling shows that are back-to-back like this, you know – what the f- if next say they said only one show, it's gonna be all out or all in, whatever name you using. We're not gonna do the other. We're gonna do one show in the U.S. instead of Wembley. We're gonna take the AT&T Stadium. I guarantee you, they don't even fill half that stadium.
1: Yeah, I, I don't see them doing that. But I, I mean, but the having the show in London and anywhere in the United States, I don't think that affects anything because it's 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 a London crowd mostly, and whoever travels, which is is a small portion. You're just gonna have the regular AEW crowd like they could sell out um Chicago they might do good in LA but besides that they are not they're not going to fill out a uh, a football stadium in the, in the states not anytime soon so like the, the the two shows like that that doesn't affect the audience it's just what 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 show are you going to put out are you going gi- to are you giving these guys a break cuz they have to beat up their body so bad like it's it's impressive that um Moxley is gonna fight within a week after ha- having that um, Stampede match. My God, <laughs> like that. that oh let, my God. Let, let's give him a hand and a respect and and all credit to him. Um, same thing for Cassidy. Cassidy was beat up after that match. There was a lot of times he was shaking his hand. That usually means your hand is going numb, and you're gonna have a, a, a match. Let's just say it's it's Moxley and Cassidy. They're gonna beat the shit out of each other, if you like Cassidy or not. If you like Moxley, they're going to beat the shit out of each other. One week apart, so give give them credit, and that's why when people say this is stupid, it's bullshit. You do that. You you someone that has an office job bends over the wrong way, has a bad back, calls out the next day. These guys are killing each other, different <laughs> versions away, and so that's impressive by itself. But yeah, like I guess they're giving everybody a chance to to fight at a pay per view, and but it's just the wrong mixture. And like I said, they still. It, should, it looks like five matches empty. So, maybe something crazy happens tomorrow. and Well, the unexpected. Punk shows up on Dynamite. And we have something. On. If, if, if it doesn't happen, then they're dropping the ball. But somehow this should be squashed. You didn't squash it last year. You need to squash it now. You should have learned your lesson from last year. Like, oh, shit. We we lost a big money fight. Jack Perry, like, like Mark said, it's a big letdown. You it's a you coming down from the young bucks to um Jack Perry, but still you got this little thing that everyone's talking about right now. Run with it, especially in Chicago. Run with it. If you can't run with it and you can't control your talent, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. You you I don't know. I'm lost for words. It's just you you're dropping <laughs> you're, you're dropping <laughs> you're dropping the ball basically one year apart. Forget about this one week apart pay per view. Exactly one year apart, you're dropping the ball. Because one, one all in last year, oh my God, yeah. all, all out last year, you dropped the ball. You had this big fight, you suspended everybody and did nothing about it. Everyone's hush hush, don't talk about it and everything. But one year exactly back, and we're doing the same shit again. Look, look, look. It's not, it's not a microphone, but it's a pen. I'm dropping it. I'm dropping it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, Tony Khan needs to grab, I'm oh not saying grab, oh my God, grow a pair and kind of do
2: that, squeeze him. Grab him by the balls. He's not a leader. No. Honest, he just has money. He's not a leader. He's James not. McMahon, a leader. Yes. Even Triple H, even Nick Khan. Nick Khan ha- comes across as a leader. I told you. He what... comes across as a fanboy.
1: I told you guys this, and I said it to many people. He has the money. He doesn't have the experience. He doesn't have the leadership. He just has the money to compete. He doesn't have the experience to compete, and you're going to lose every time. Just because you have the money, you don't know what to do with that money. You can't just you can't just keep on throwing money out the, throwing out money out there and expect great ratings and everything. You're by, it, it, you like you said he's a fan, he's he's collecting all the cool action figures and he doesn't know what to do with them. All right, this is probably one of our longest shows. Um, any shout outs?
0: Well, oh, Heather, I think you should do your uh, Facebook page first before we do anything else.
1: Oh, the new one? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's um, I I I was having a let me give you a little side story to this. I was having a little tantrum because of um AEW's um All In pay per view. WWE fans, I have to say, were attacking um All In. Because the, the the back of the arena or, or the entrance was covered in tarp. And someone took a picture of that. And it was like, yeah, 90,000 people. Yeah, right. Try again, AEW. Like, they never said they sold 90,000 tickets. And they never said they sold out. They said exactly. We have 81,000 tickets that was actually sold. Not given for free. Nothing. They sold 81,000 tickets. That's it. They're proud of that. Wrestling fans should be proud of that. But we have to rub it in, the, there was empty seats in the background, there was empty seats in the upper deck. Like, get over it. So I thought I would create a private chat, invite close friends, and let our close friends and write close friends and keep it to a, a nice, decent amount. And we could just rent and talk like human beings. So it's called Wrestling Fan Club for the Smart and Clean. So... There's a lot of wrestling fans that are not that smart. And there's a lot of wrestling fans that are not that clean. So I just.
2: We definitely <laughs> not. So I, just,
1: I I thought it was just something fun. Right now we just got eight members there. Um, if you think you're one of the smart fans. If you're one of the clean fans. You're welcome to come. It, it's, it is private. Me, Mark, or Raymond will accept your, your invite. Um, yeah. So once again, it's Wrestling Fan Club for the smart and clean. Um, there isn't going
2: to be like, a hundred thousand members here, because Lord knows there's nowhere near close to that of people that actually use deodorant and don't smell. at a wrestling fan, yeah. So we're not expecting a huge turnout here, but <laughs> we'd like to see some. People. Yeah, it's a
1: private group, but you can find it on your own if you search once again for a wrestling fan club for the smart and clean. Um, we'll, we'll accept you. Um, if you become a dick, we'll kick you out. But it's for something for fun. Maybe you want to trade something, a wrestling item. You want to sell something. You have. News that you heard and you want to share it with us, whatever it's it's gonna be a, a hey every every becomes a thousand people in the members great whatever I'm not looking for that it's a little small group think of it as a a group text this this one we got we got more pictures and everything Um I did wanna if you guys know how to do it because you guys are I I put you guys in charge of the group also Um I wanted to, there's a way to, when you go into a private page to do the questions you have to answer the questions to um to join the group, I don't know how to do that. If you guys know how to do that, we should do that. Because one of the questions should be like, do you use the order and And silly questions like that. And if they can't answer the questions right, then they
2: You're can't. an Orange Cassidy fan. Yes, I'm sorry. You have to turn around.
1: If you think WWE <laughs> is the only wrestling company in the world, then you cannot join.
2: <laughs> do you think Buddy
0: Matthews and Rhea Ripley should break up? <laughs> Absolutely.
1: <laughs> So once again, that's the wrestling fan club for the smart and clean. Um, shout so outs. to... by the way. What uh, happened? Did you ask the
2: question, if Buddy Matthews really should would break up? I think everybody's gonna answer yes because yeah. everybody's in the same boat as Raymond. That's the yeah. Ray, Raymond's gonna see all the people that are in the same boat of like people who just have to fight. <laughs> oh, oh, I know that I'm gonna start a petition
0: and pass that to Rhea Ripley. That's what I'm saying. Anyway,
1: okay. I want to give a shout out to Lucharitos, um, <laughs> a Mexican wrestling themed restaurant. Uh, it's a franchise. There's one in Melville, Long Island. I was there this past weekend. Once again, the food was great. Uh, they had live music. Uh, what else? Um, side note, and then Raymond and Mark, take over your shout-outs. Um, I'm giving birth to a wrestling fan. It's This person is new to wrestling, and they watched SummerSlam, and they watched All In, and they thought All In was better. And and that's not me um brainwashing them. They just watched it and everything. And it was like it was new to them. They definitely covered their eyes for the Stampede fight because they thought it was too gruesome. But that but um yeah they just it's it gonna be for
0: next week's episode. That's it, gonna be for next
1: week's episode. Yeah yeah I guess. All right all right um Raymond take it over. My
0: child's is as always is going to be give kids the world. Please check them out on Facebook and then Hearts of Reality. I did also put on Hester's page the post for the event. And then there's also a special event at the, Dolphins, uh, sorry, the Discovery Cove here in Orlando where you can also do Dolphin Swim with some of the reality stars. So check them out. They're great. And that's it.
1: Uh, uh, Raymond, I'm going to get very sensitive right now. It's not my page. It's our page.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> our page. Mark. On our page. No shout outs, um, but I will say I'm going to pay back this weekend. So when we do our next episode after a payback, we'll have an in person report uh, from me. No shout out. Yeah, yeah. Let me talk to (laughs) you.
1: Well, you didn't give your famous shout out. So your wrestling universe. Let's not forget about them. Um,
2: I Do it. So that's why. I Well, yeah.
1: But we always gotta shout them out. (laughs) They're our local store. Um, they have some cool um signings coming up. Your local store. (laughs) They have Kane coming up. They have um Ted DiBiase coming up. So check them out. Check their we website.
2: Got Brown, Ray Apollo. Yeah. News. You know.
1: Yeah. So check their website so, out. Check. Um, find them on social media. The Wrestling Universe in Queens. Uh, they have um multiple locations, but the main one is um Queens that we go to. Um, uh, besides that, guys. Um, thank you for supporting us, listening to us for this hour and thirty-five minutes of talking about wrestling, because that's all we this can talk is a about. Record that is a record and that's what happens when you talk about wrestling you just can't stop so anyway yeah uh, everyone good night good morning good afternoon depending what time you're listening to this have a great time see you around Goodbye.